0: On Shabbos we read, where Moshe Rabbeinu tells Kal Yisrael, Re'ei ha'yoyim bracha u'klala. Hashem has placed before you a blessing and a curse. Es The blessing that you heed the mitzvahs of Hashem. Va'klala and the curse, tishmu. If we will not observe the mitzvahs of Hashem. And the question is, these expressions are grammatically imprecise. Just like by the klala it says, im tishmu. The Torah should have said, Es bracha im tishmu. Blessings will come if you will listen. Why does the Torah say, Ashatishmu? The pasuk is not symmetrical. And the moral says, we infer from here a deep fundamental principle. The Reboi Shlalom gives us bracha even before we make our decision whether we will observe the Torah or not. Because Hashem has confidence in us that we will choose the right path. Because a yid is inherently good. The essence of a yid is to do the Ratz on Hashem. That's why Hashem says, Esha I'm giving you my blessings already today. Asher, because Tishmu, because I know you will listen. Vesa Klala, Imloi Tishmu. However, if there happens to be an anomaly, an exception to the rule, a person that does not listen, then there will be Klala. The Teva of a Jew, the innate character of a Yid is to observe Hashem's Torah and mitzvahs. If a Yid only has a thought to do a mitzvah, Hashem considers it as if they did the mitzvah. But if they contemplate to do an avera, Hashem does not consider it as if they did it. For a non-Jew is just the opposite. If they have a good thought, it's not as if they did it. But a bad thought, it is as if they did it. Why the difference? Because at the core of every non-Jew is evil. And to violate their commandments. However, the core of every Jew is good. And they want to do good. Sometimes unforeseen obstacles can get in the way. But beteva, we always want to do good. So Hashem says, in my book, I'll consider it as if you did the mitzvah. If we look inside the recesses of every Jewish heart, we will find kindness and compassion and a willingness to do the right thing. So Hashem says, Hayoyim bracha." I will give you blessings today, even before you do it. Why? Asher Because I know that your intention is to listen. The Gemara asks, How do we know the source that the requisite amount required for a minion is 10 people? And the Gemara says we learn it from the words toich from the combination of these two words that are found in two perplexing episodes in Jewish history, koirach and the maraglam. In both instances, the Torah mentions the word toich, and we apply that to v'nigdashdi b'toch b'nei Yisrael, the source for Minyan being 10 people. And the obvious question is, how is it possible that something as holy as tefillah b'tzibur, with the Shekhinah is present, and we say Kaddish and Kadusha, Yidin coming together to Davon to Hashem, the Gemara calls tefillah, devarim o'yundim Barum o'shaloylam. And throughout the generations, we know the source for Minyan from Kairach and the Maraglam, two of the most infamous events in Jewish history. So how do we understand that? So the Kashuk says something so powerful. What are the words in the Torah that Chazal use as the source for Minyan? Toich toich. In the toich toich of every Jew, we will find the holy neshama. Deep inside the toich, in the interior of a Jew, when we peel away all the obstacles and all the barriers, we will find pure gold. The acronym of Tzibor, Sadek Beis Reish, is Sadekim Beinanim Risham. We include all types of Yidin in our because the toich toich of every Yid is good. The parsha begins Re'eh, See, the greatest gift Hashem gives us is our eyes, not only to see physically but to perceive the greatness in every Jew. Talents and abilities they might have not seen in themselves. News broke last week where astronomers used the Webb Space Telescope to observe the most distant star ever detected, called Erendel. They were able to locate the star only because of a phenomenon called gravitational lensing, which happens when closer objects act like a magnifying glass for distant objects astronomers believe Arendelle is currently 28 billion light years away. But what I found fascinating is they say that Arendelle is more than twice as hot as the sun and about 1 million times more luminous than the sun. And this reminds me of a beautiful idea from the Shem Tov. When Avram Avinu expressed concern that he was childless, Hashem told him, go out and count the stars. So will be your children. But the question is, are we really as numerous as the stars? It is believed that there are 200 billion trillion stars in the universe. That's two and 24 zeros. Even if we add up every Jew that ever existed, we don't even come close to one trillion. So how did Hashem make a promise that seems so wildly exaggerated? Says the Baal Shem, our comparison to the stars is not quantitatively but rather qualitatively. From our vantage point, a star looks minuscule, but in reality, they are enormous. Likewise, every Jew. Chazal say, Yisrael nimshulu l'kechavam. Yidin are compared to the stars. When we look inside the core and potential of every Jewish soul, the furthest yid is a thousand times brighter than the sun. And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.